How do you learn who you really are? It's not found in books, it's found on the battlefield. What's up, Warriors? All right, this is Rick from the Warriors Way Mindset, and today I want to just do off-the-cuff riff. I'm just feeling inspired, and I want to share with you. I want to go over a few uh, things that I've seen today, and I want to break it down with you, and then I want you to also break it down for yourself. So one of the philosophies that I have in the Warrior's Way mindset is when we're training people is to challenge everything. When you see something or something is there, you want to challenge it. And one of the things I challenge the most is to answer your own questions. What I mean by that is we ask questions all the time, but then we don't take the time to answer them. So I'll give examples. Um, why am I so angry? You know, good question. Why are you so angry? Ugh, what's the point of all of this? It's a good question. What is the point of it? What are you trying to do? What are you doing this for? Uh, why is why am I in such a miserable relationship? It's a good question. Why are you in one? Like, what's going on? Why did you choose this? Like, they're not bad questions. A lot of times we ask them as though they're rhetorical, as though the question itself is the answer, but it's not. Answer the questions. And so after you answer your questions, have the courage to then challenge your answers. Uh, it was a Bernard Heche quote where he said, advances are made by answering questions, but discoveries are made by questioning answers. And that's one of the philosophies we have for the warrior's way is a lot of times we're asking good questions, but we're not answering our questions. In which case, I would challenge you guys to answer your own questions. So with that, I would say, let's go ahead and challenge something. I saw, uh, I have a, a bottle of beard, like conditioner, and one of the, the quotes that's on there, part of their logo, and I couldn't read it at first, so I had to like hold it close because it was like tiny print, says, weakness is a choice. So I said, hmm, that's a, that's a pretty powerful thing to put on your, your logo there. It's a pretty powerful thing to be able to say, like, damn, that's a, a strong thing to say. So I said, let's challenge it. Is weakness a choice? Is it? And so I started thinking of different examples as I challenged this to go, let's just look at some lessons from trees. What? <laughs> lessons from trees? <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Lessons from trees. So I'm going to give you guys four different stories here, and then we're going to challenge them together and put it together to see is weakness really a choice. All right, so I'm going to start off with a very simple one, and then I'm going to work my way to a little bit more complicated ones. Um, here's a cool one. I just learned this one the other day. Back in our 90s uh, in Arizona, they built a biodome. Like they made a Poly Shore movie biodome. They actually built one. They built a biodome, and the idea was can we create the perfect living environment the filtered air perfectly crystal clean water can we create a perfect environment and the experiment was designed for multiple applications whether it be you know being on another planet or whatever it could be but can we create a perfect living environment and what started to happen was the trees that were in this environment would grow to a certain height and then they would fall over and then more trees would grow to a specific height and then fall over. And they're like, why are these trees just falling over? This should be the perfect environment. And they didn't account for the wind. The wind puts force on trees and puts trees through adversity. 
The wind gives it storms and makes it so it's challenging for the trees to be able to sustain in the environment. And that means that the trees have to adapt by growing deeper roots to be able to hold on during storms and during the wind. And the more storms and the more wind that a tree endures, the deeper the roots will go to make sure that it stays strong. Well, this means that like the adversity itself and the things that trees go through that builds the roots. And so the roots themselves make it so the tree can endure more things. All right, let's go to the next thing. Uh, I had a buddy of mine who's like, I, I know that uh, trees building their roots is important. And I think that like if I build trees together, they'll make it so they can support each other. The idea of the roots do intertwine. And so he put two trees next to each other. The two trees next to each other intertwine their roots, but he planted them so close together that these trees, um, when like the wind came, their only stability was on each other and they both fell over. Turns out these two trees were too close and didn't give each other enough space to grow. And it made it so independently they weren't strong enough. And so leaning on each other made them both fall over. Well, this would be an example of codependency. These trees, uh, they didn't, they weren't able to support each other because neither of them were strong enough on their own because they were always giving too much to the other and not being strong enough to hold each other up. So codependency on, the, on these trees. Um, let's go into uh, an example of doing this correctly. The redwood trees in California, redwoods are humongous trees, huge trees. And how do these trees not topple over? You know, how do their root systems work? Turns out the reason that this system of trees is so successfully tall and they're humongous trees is because the way that they grew is they were able to be spaced out enough to have room to grow, but they could overcome massive adversity from like, you know, storms from Pacific Ocean or however that would work to make it so that they're able to grow independently strong enough, but on the same note, their entire root system is intertwined, doing it the right way, making it so they can be the tallest and the strongest of trees because they're able to both endure and have the space to endure on their own, but interlockingly make it so they can be strong enough and dig their roots deep enough to support each other. This is the example of you get stronger if you do it correctly together. But how do these trees on their own, uh, how are they able to sustain like this? Here's another example. I'll give you another story, last story. You have a, uh, there's a guy who used to grow pine trees, like Christmas trees. And they would do like the, the best Christmas trees, like every year, like the competition for who can grow the best Christmas tree, the best pine tree. And there's one guy who keeps, he just started winning it every single year. Every year, win over and over. Now people are trying to share what they're doing, showing like, you know, I'm using the best fertilizer or I'm going out every day and using happy music and, you know, spraying it with water every day, just the perfect amount. And they're doing everything that what they believe is the best way. And no matter what, this guy comes in and his trees are just bigger and fuller and more beautiful and, and more vibrant than everyone else's. And uh, he said, I'm not going to tell everybody until I retire. Well, when his time came to retire, as he was undefeated, 
they came with him to see what he was doing with making these pine trees. And so he said, I'll show you. So he had three small trees or maybe a few feet tall, like maybe two and a half, three feet tall each. And he has them all planted out there. He goes out with all these news reporters around him and he puts his chair down with his newspaper and he sits in his chair in front of the trees and he just starts reading his newspaper, not out loud, just reading the paper. With his reading of the paper, he's sitting there and he's like, okay, <clears throat> the, the news reporters are watching this guy. And like, okay, so what are you doing? Man? You're, just, you're just sitting here reading the paper, reading the paper. And the reality of it was, yes, he's just reading his paper. And this can't be it. Well, after he was done with his paper, he rolled his paper up, pulled, pulled it real tight, walked over to the little trees, and he just started swinging on the trees. He's just like, bam, bam, oh, just beating the hell out of these trees. And the trees are getting smashed and broken and destroyed and busting branches off. And he's just going to town on these trees, smashing on these trees. And everyone's like, what the hell? He's just kill, just kicking these trees' asses, just going to work. He, uh, he explained afterwards that the reason his trees were so full and so strong is because the more damage and the more brutality that these trees would endure, they would adapt to the environment that they were in, no different than people do, and they would change themselves to be stronger and fuller and being able to handle the type of environment that they're in they would adapt and that's why his trees are always the fullest and the strongest and the most you know vibrant of trees is because they've endured way more damage than these other trees that were just strongly nurtured now the lesson here isn't to grab your kids and start beating them with newspapers but it is important for us to be able to teach how to deal with adversity and being able to go through the things that have happened has happened for us in each difficulty we've endured is teaching us something and that would require us to ask what is it that this is supposed to be teaching me this means we need to challenge everything as to what is the reason that's happening and then have the courage to answer our own question what is the reason and then challenge our answers to see if it's authentic to us doing these different lessons is to be able to show a i need to be strong enough on my own to be able to endure but this doesn't mean I have to go through it alone because if I'm nurtured too much without any type of stability, my roots won't be strong enough and I'll fall over on my own. I can only grow so high before I can't sustain my own success. If you're going to be truly successful and to reach the greatest heights that you can, you need to be able to interlock your root system by A, being strong enough to sustain on your own, but then strong enough also to be able to hold others. Two strong trees will hold each other much better than two codependent trees. And then being able to remember that with all of these things together, together we are stronger. The adversity we go through is for a purpose. If you don't have adversity, you won't be able to handle things. And if you're leaning too far on other people, either by giving all of your, your root system or all of your strength to another, or not being strong enough to hold your own self up, you're going to be taking others down with you think that the idea behind this, that is weakness of choice, it seems like it's plausible. It seems like, yes, weakness may be a choice. And with that one, 
I would say you can take the stuff that's happened to us and become stronger. We can share and work through other like-minded people who also want to grow and get stronger. We can do that together. And it seems like to stay complacently inside of your biodome in your perfect environment and never have to go through anything tough doesn't make you stronger. Makes it so you don't have roots enough to sustain even your own weight. So in which case, it does seem like there are some choices that you can make. So is weakness a choice in this case? Plausibly, yes. It does seem like not a bad logo, guys. All right. It's a beard company. All right, I see you. Maybe weakness is a choice. You can choose whether you train to work together with people who want you to be stronger or live in your little biodome and have no roots. Pick. Pretty interesting stuff. All right. Go ahead and uh, make comments, shares, do stuff. If anything, any of this resonates with you or that's pretty helpful, go ahead and uh, send some send some love, share it out with other people, and send your info out. Also, if you want to work with us, we have different, uh, different tools and different programs that we've created. Check them out. If any of them are what you're looking for or you want to work with me and my warriors, reach out. I'd love to meet you, talk to you, and then let's see if what we do is what you're looking for. And... Uh, it's always an honor to help lock roots and help others to grow too. Together we're stronger. And this is the way. Have a good day.